It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, what's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. It's the Wednesday edition of Lockdown Rams. I'm excited to be back. Going to bring you a little short episode here. Not a whole lot going on out there in Rams Nation, but we're going to talk NFL Top 100. We're going to do a quick update on some of the stadium stuff that's going on, as well as some NFL news, kind of give you some content here on this Wednesday. Hope you guys are having a great week so far. Don't forget, reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Lockdown Rams. Again, Instagram and Twitter. Questions, comments, concerns, head over that direction. You can also reach me on Gmail, LockdownRams at gmail.com, or my personal, at LA underscore Rambling Bear. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Don't forget the Lockdown Podcast Network is an awesome place to find all of your content for all of your favorite teams. As we say here on the Lockdown Studio, your team every day. So don't forget to go check out Locked On NBA, Lakers, Clippers, whatever you may like. Or even check out the Locked On NBA or Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson. We've had him on the show a couple times. He just released his thoughts on the top 10 of the top 100, which we'll get into later on the show here. Uh, but go check those out. Awesome content we have on the network. Want to give them a shout out. We always appreciate uh, what they do for us here. And make sure to give us a follow. As always, we are looking for more content creators, writers, social media, uh, and advertisers. If you know anybody that wants to advertise on the show, really, really cheap way to advertise on the podcast. have tons of options here in L.A. and across the country. So if you're in need for any of those things or want to get involved more often, like I said, hit me up on the Gmail, LockedOnRams at gmail.com. Awesome. All the info, the details, what you need to know out of the way. Let's talk some football. So before we get to the top 100, I want to talk a little bit about the stadium. If you guys didn't hear, the final beam went up today. No, no, that doesn't mean it's like ready because I saw that and I was like, all right, let's let's start playing football, man. Obviously still basically a skeleton at this point, uh, but pretty cool stuff to see the last support beam going in. They did a really cool thing where they uh, kind of painted it, had a little American flag on there, had the Rams logo and Chargers. Uh, you know, you got to do it, man. It was shared stadium. Somehow they found a way to wiggle their logo on that last piece. So, uh, but then they had everyone on the job site sign it with a quick little message there, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. When you're building something like that, I don't know if you guys ever built a fort house back in the day or, um, you know, helped anyone lay some cement. But the whole thing that was always exciting was were you able to kind of put your little mark on it that would last forever. So for those guys that have been busting their butt down there, that's pretty cool. Uh, thing to see go up today and and letting them leave their mark forever on that stadium so uh, i was pretty jealous when i saw that going up but then again i remembered all the hard work that they did and i was like you know the whole lifting thing yeah not for me but congrats to all those guys down there that are putting this together it looks like it's coming along amazing every time we see pictures of it it looks more and more like a stadium so excited for it to open up and to see all the stuff that's going around. I think we get really caught up on the stadium, which is exciting. And don't get me wrong, I think it's going to be amazing and, and the you know magnificent feat once it's up. But I'm really excited to see what's going to happen around the stadium. I mean, they've got more acres than freaking Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be really cool to see what they do 
Uh, it looks like in some of the mock-ups, they're going to have kind of a man-made lake out there. They're going to have a lot of uh, trees and grass and all that fun stuff growing around. And then obviously restaurants and hotels and a bunch of other cool shopping stuff going on, movie theaters. Uh, so I'm really excited to see kind of what the whole scene looks like. But it's still exciting to see whether we still got a long way to go or not, that the final support beams going in uh, means progress is still happening. Hopefully no more rain delays. I think that was their excuse when they pushed it back by a year. Uh, we all know we live in L.A., even though it was a little bit of rain a year and a half ago, not buying it. Uh, but excited to see them keep moving. Hopefully we hit that target date uh, maybe a little bit sooner. Cut those ribbons down, baby. Let's play some football in there. And for those of you that haven't seen the video, head over to the Rams' uh, social media pages. They're posting it there. Uh, they did a view from the beam going up, looking down, and almost gave me a freaking heart attack. Again, giving props to those guys that work up there. When the beam finally got up to its final resting spot, these guys are just standing on it, shaking hands, smiling, uh, and they're you know thousands of feet above the air and just on this little tiny beam. So gave me gave me chills just watching it i can't imagine being up there so props to you guys put that stadium together for us uh, and be safe that's some insane stuff that they're doing right now well as we're on the topic of erecting this building uh perfect segue into our sponsor here bluechew.com with bluechew you can now increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed that's right listen up bluechew.com that's like blue the color blue BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pills, so you can be ready whenever and wherever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in discreet packages, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the U.S. of A., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. That's right, I said free when you use our promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Locked On. Try it for free. BlueChew is better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. We'll be right back with my top 10 list. The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry, you can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers Hunter Henry and the Falcons Hayden Hurst. 
A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyra Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. Well, I'm going to transition us over a little bit here into some football talk. The NFL has been doing their top 100 uh, for what seems like a month now, releasing 10 players at a time. Uh, If you haven't been paying attention, I'll catch you up really quick on where the Rams landed. We broke into the list at number 87 with Andrew Whitworth. Then came newly acquired Marcus Peters at number 79, followed by, again, newly acquired Adamican Sue at number 61, followed by newly acquired Akib Tlaib at number 53. Seeing a trend here. And then our man, number one draft pick, coming in at number 31 was Jared Goff, which by far uh, is probably, if I had to pick out of that list so far, would be my biggest shock as far as the number that he came in at. I'm not mad at it. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a hell of a quarterback. I think he's very deserving of that number. Um, but was shocked to kind of see the rest of the league give him that much credit already after the one season. So I uh, love that, though. Again, this top 100 was put together by players. So a lot of people are, oh, this, this list is trash. This list is stupid. Uh, I can agree to those at certain points, right? But, again, it's kind of cool because it's not writers. It's not, um, you know, people in the media or coaches or, you know, people behind the desk and organizations. Uh, this is coming from the players. Again, the players that voted don't know the number amount of players that voted. Not sure they've given that. I think I heard at one point it's over a hundred people, but um, not sure exactly what the number is, uh, but pretty awesome. Jared Goff, our leader coming in at number 38 and can only go up from there uh, with the weapons and additions that we put around him. So hopefully he has a great year. And then the top 10 was finally revealed, adding two more players to the list for the Rams. Aaron Donald coming in at number seven and Todd Gurley coming in at number six. And we'll get to this here in a second. I'll break it down. And I know everyone out there in Rams Nation is going, what? Six and seven? We're not talking top three here. And I agree with you. And we'll get to that. Um, I'm going to give a full rundown of the top 10 and then I'm going to do my own rundown on the top 10 and kind of give you some reasons why and, and where I had different people. So let's go one for one here. I'll name who they named, and then I'll name who I named. We'll talk a little bit about it as we go. Uh, coming in at number 10 on the NFL Top 100 list was Aaron Rodgers. Meh. Coming in at number 10 on Bear Motter's list was Luke Kinkley. And I'll tell you why. Aaron Rodgers, amazing quarterback. I'm taking nothing away from him. I think he's amazing. I think he definitely belongs in that conversation as top two quarterbacks in the league, uh, top three, some may argue. But he played seven games last year, and I guess that's one of the things I don't understand about this list. Is it best players of 2017, best players coming into 2018? Maybe there's some confusion on my part as far as exactly what the ranking is, but if we're going off top 100 players coming out of last year, you can't play seven games and be on my list. I think what he did in those seven games were great, uh, but he got injured. He missed the rest of the year. Uh, You never know how that's going to turn out as far as quality over the whole season. Obviously, we've got a pretty good idea. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's a freaking wizard back there as far as in the quarterback position. 
Uh, but when we're naming top 10 players, uh, it's hard for me to kind of give him that nod there. So he, unfortunately, is out of my top 10. Not by far. I think I'd put him at maybe uh, in that next five range. And most likely, if he plays all season, he'll be right back in the top 10. Uh, but for me personally, you can't play seven games and be in the top 10. I know it's not your fault, but you weren't there. Luke Kinkley, on the other half, uh, has just been a dominant leader for that defense over in Carolina for a long time. The man is a tackle machine. He's a great leader. He plays through injuries, as we're talking about that. He missed a couple games last year, but um, knowing what he's gone through as far as some of the head injuries and all the other stuff, missing one or two games, uh, you're kind of writing that up every year because the man is putting his body out on the line. It was a tough call for me at 10. I sat there for a little bit. I went back and forth between him and Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack is just one of those monster players that just you always feel his presence on the field. The Rams will kick off this season on Monday night against Cleo Mack, uh, one of the parts of that defense that really, really scares me uh, coming into that matchup, and we'll have to really uh, always find where he's at on the field. But uh, toss-up went to Luke Kinkley, I think, on the leadership ability and what he does for that team. If you were to take away one player out of those two teams, I think taking away Luke Kinkley will hurt more than taking away Cleo Mack. Just my opinion. Okay, moving on to number nine on the list. The NFL has Von Miller, and I have Julio Jones. Uh, Von Miller, great pick here. Uh, you'll see him later in the list on, on my end, I think a little bit higher. Uh, another guy that's just a beast that you always have to find out where he's at. Uh, watching this show, you hear really cool things about some of the players talking about these guys and how he's not just a bull rush guy, which we look at him as speed and power. Um, but he does it in such a way that he's creative with all of the tools that he has to get to the quarterback. And even times where he's not intended to be the guy that gets to the quarterback, he still finds a way to get the sack, which is amazing. Uh, super powerful. Obviously, on and off the field, he's really entertaining as well. But uh, they have him at number nine. I have Julio Jones at number nine, a guy that uh, walks on the field. He's a difference maker right away. Had a little bit of an up and down season last year, but when he is on with Matt Ryan, he is a freak. I mean, the guy has all the tools as far as size, speed, uh, great catchability, and I think he's going to be one of the main reasons Atlanta gets to the playoffs again next year, uh, if they do, will be because of Julio Jones. So I've got Julio Jones at my number nine. They have Vaughn Miller. Moving on to number eight, Drew Brees makes his appearance on the NFL list, top 10. I have Jalen Ramsey. Now, I can't argue Drew Brees being up there uh, too much because the guy's been doing it forever. He had an amazing year. I think he had over 4,000 yards passing. I think he was in top five of touchdowns, a top three in completion percentage. Just overall, I guess with a guy like Drew Brees, after a time, you just kind of expect those things. Not saying he's not deserving of being in the top 10. I just... As I started building my list, it was a little quarterback heavy for me, so I wanted to move it around and shake it up a little bit. Again, that's why I brought Jalen Ramsey in. I think he's one of the best young, talented corners uh, in the league. He's got the attitude to back it up. Uh, seeing some fun footage of him coming out throughout the offseason of, of some of the games and some of the trash talk. Uh, I think you have to have that edge in the cornerback position. We've got two guys right now that have that edge in Tlaib and Peters. Both guys that if in this system can definitely move up on this list. I think Peters is one of those guys that, you know, in Wade Phillips' system could end up being a guy that creeps into the top 20, top 15, top 10 if he can have an amazing year. Wade Phillips is going to put him in amazing positions to make plays and just be who he is, which is 
a lot similar to a player of Jalen Ramsey. One thing I love about Ramsey, though, as well, is he's a great tackler. He's a great run de- defender. Uh, he comes up and stops the run. He's not afraid to lower his shoulder and get in there and tackle somebody. I uh, think an amazing all-around talent. He's been a huge part of that Jacksonville turnaround. And, again, I saw their list, and I wanted to shake it up a little bit. Ramsey, I think, was in about 14, 15, 16 range in the NFL list. I moved him into the top 10 because I think he's young talent. I think he uh, still is scratching the surface as far as what he can become. Uh, so even though he can get on my nerves a little bit because he does talk the trash and he's not on my team, uh, I think Jalen Ramsey is definitely worthy of being a top 10 player. Again, guys, reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, email, give me a call, whatever you can do uh, to reach out and tell me what you think about this list. This is my list. Tell me your list. Tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, love to hear it. But I got Jalen Ramsey at eight. Moving on to seven. Now, this is where we can start to get into it. Because everyone in Rams Nation knows that this player at number seven deserves to be a lot higher. So on the NFL list, said it before, but Aaron Donald comes in at number seven. What? What? You're telling me there's six other players that are better than Aaron Donald in this league? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not buying it. Aaron Donald, hands down, had a valid argument of being number one or two on this list. Not even a homer pick there. The guy is a beast. Walks through double teams like it's single coverage. Gets through triple teams looking like it's double teams. He just can't be stopped. His size, his speed, his power, his will, all these things. And then to be able to finish, to get to the quarterback and then make the play or to push him into another guy on the team to make the play. Uh, This guy is constantly around it. Uh, Pro Football Focus put out something that he was the only defensive player to go 10 consecutive games at an 80% or higher grade coming out of pro football focus. He ended up going like 14, 15, 16 in a row with that feat, but the only one to do it 10 or more. And then he blew by that record, obviously. And out of those, it was like nine of them. He was in the 90 grade. He just does freakish things. Putting pressure on the quarterback, he was averaging like 10 plus quarterback pressures a game which is unheard of and no one else is doing it in the league he's doing things that nobody's doing he was the highest defender on this list as he should have been uh, but he should have been higher uh, shocking that he came in at number seven I was watching this being released and you know we started to get into seven and I'm like well maybe I'll go do something real quick come back you know our guys won't be announced for a couple more guys we ended up going back to back I'll get to that next uh, but my number seven DeAndre Hopkins, who was left out of the top 10. This guy is a freak on the wide receiver position. I would take him over Odell Beckham any day. He has that attitude, but probably less of an off-field distraction as some of those wide receivers. Uh, Amazing hands, goes up and catches the ball at his highest point. He kind of has that Larry Fitzgerald about him where he goes and gets the ball at his highest point and then holds on to it as people are you know, raking at his arms or the ball. My man always comes down with it. He's so much fun to watch. And he's done it with crappy quarterbacks. He finally had Deshaun Watson for, what, a handful of games last year, and he exploded on the scene, was number one fantasy wide receiver, hands down. Uh, Watson goes out. He's had to deal with former quarterbacks such as Tom Savage, TJ Yates, Brock Osweiler, Ryan Mallett, Brian Hoyer, 
Brandon Whedon. Come on. Give this guy a quarterback. He's been pulling in numbers with those guys. He's finally got someone in Deshaun Watson. So I think if he can stay healthy throughout the year, this is going to be an amazing duo to watch. I think he is definitely top two, top three wide receivers in the league. So I put DeAndre Hopkins up there. I even put him up over Julio just because I think with a consistent quarterback, this guy is going to be amazing. So I have him coming in at number seven. Again, NFL had AD Aaron Donald at number seven. Moving to number six, going back to back with the Rams. Todd Gurley comes in at number six in the NFL list. Again, a little bit of a head scratcher for me. Um, I know this list was high on quarterbacks and some wide receivers, so they were trying to fit in where they thought. Again, voted on by the players, uh, but still shocking. I know Todd Gurley came out his rookie year, had an amazing first half of the season, slowed down uh, near the end of that season, had kind of a bust sophomore season, you could call it, as far as production. Uh, Came back last year, had an MVP-type caliber season, uh, led the league in touchdowns, was very close in rushing. I think if we ended up starting him Week 17, uh, he could have competed for that. But overall, had an amazing year. Really, at the end of the day, no knock to number 6 and 7 because you're two of the top 10 NFL players in the league, and the Rams were one of only two teams to have two players in the top 10, uh, the other being the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are still yet to come. Uh, Maybe a little Rams bias on the West Coast, not getting the love as some of the other players did. Uh, And maybe people want to see more. Maybe they want to see more consistency to really give that out. But Todd Gurley came in at number six, not on my list. We will call his name later. Number six on my list is Vaughn Miller, who checked in at number nine on the NFL list. This dude's a beast, man. We talked about him a little bit earlier, but just his ability to change his style at any given moment whether it's you know kind of doing that Dwight Freeney spin move or straight plowing you over or speed around the edge and and then he's just a great run stopper as well like watching some of those highlights of him uh, basically go inside and then back to the outside to get a running back things that DNs just aren't doing in this league right now uh, he's doing on a consistent basis I think he's an amazing player uh, for the Denver Broncos. I mean, if you took them off, that would be a completely different team. They continue to add crazy pieces to that defense as they obviously have a direction that they want to go with, uh, signing newly quarterback Case Keenum over there. Uh, they want to make sure he's got a pretty good defense, but they've got a pretty good stud on their hands uh, with Vaughn Miller, who ranks in at number six on my list. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and I'm going to jump back in with the top five. All right, coming in at number five on the NFL list is Le'Veon Bell, running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They went back-to-back, so we went from back-to-back Rams to back-to-back running backs, just giving the slight edge to Le'Veon Bell. This is tough. Le'Veon Bell, stud running back, again, was in the conversation for MVP last year. Um, These two guys, Gurley and Bell, almost won two as far as best running backs in the league. I think this year is going to be really, really fun to watch to kind of see who consistently can continue to do it. Le'Veon, if you look over past history, has been a little bit more consistent. Again, in the league a little bit longer, um, but he's been up there every year. So you got to tip the cap to him. I think that maybe is what gave him the edge in the voting with the players. It's just, hey, we've seen this guy up here a lot more. Uh, then Todd Gurley, we're going to give the guy that's been here that extra little uh, you know, notch. But again, as we'll get to my list, you'll see that I have things you know, a little bit different when it comes to the top three. But jumping over to my number five, 
Ding, 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 ding. We have a match. The first match of the day. I've got Le'Veon Bell as number five. I think he is a stud. Uh, Pittsburgh is lucky to have a guy like him. If we didn't have Todd Gurley, I'd be super jealous. But we got Todd Gurley, so I ain't mad at it. Um, as I just talked about, dude's a stud. Knows how to find the holes. He changed the way of running back runs in a weird way. If you watch him run, he has this really patient style to him where he will just kind of dance or hang out in the backfield before he hits the hole. I can only imagine the coaches that he's had to deal with coming up along the way as they're going like, what are you doing? Hit the hole. You always hear that. Grab the football, hit the hole, one cut and go. Uh, Not Le'Veon Bell. He's got his own way of doing things and it seemed to work out pretty well for him. Another guy that can catch the ball coming out of the backfield. So value is given to him there and he's a touchdown machine. Uh, year in and year out, he's been a fantasy, you know, top five guy as far as draft goes and, and even finishing. So uh, I think he's about where he should be on this list. There's a lot of talented players. I don't think he, you know, my own personal opinion, I don't have him as the best running back in the league, but he is definitely number two. Uh, and there's, you know, no argument there. So top five on both list, NFL and Bears list. All right, moving on to number four in the top 100 of the NFL. Julio Jones. Again, I had Julio at number nine. We'll get into that. But Julio, freaking athlete, amazing. When he wants to or when him and Matt Ryan are clicking uh, is almost unstoppable. We've seen, I think last year was, you know, he had that huge game, three touchdowns, almost 260 plus yards or something like that, something freakish like that. Uh, The guy is capable of doing that, it seems like at any point. But then again, he doesn't. Um, They just have games where him and Matt Ryan aren't clicking or coverage can, you know, he'll continue to get the double team. And if he can't beat that, uh, then they'll have to look to go another way. But uh, Julio, I think, is definitely a top 10 talent. I wouldn't have him as high uh, as number four. And I definitely wouldn't have him over AD, Todd Gurley, or Le'Veon Bell. But hey, that's just me. I just host the podcast. What do do I know? Uh, We'll switch gears. We'll go over to my list. Coming in at number four is Antonio Brown. Dude is an absolute monster. NFL went back-to-back with the Rams picks, 6-7. and seven. I'm going back-to-back with the Steelers picks at 4-5. and five. Brown is the best wide receiver in the game, and it's so crazy because if you look at his frame and you look at the guys that I just talked about, DeAndre Hopkins and you know Julio Jones, those guys have just this massive size to them, this, this crazy jumping ability. And not that AD can't jump, but he cannot jump like some of these other guys. He is just so damn fast and such a great route runner, and he's amazing at slipping the tackle. So uh, there's so many times you'll see highlights of Ben Roethlisberger just throwing it up and over the defense and him finding a way to just fly by everyone. And it seems like it's almost too easy of a touchdown, if that makes sense, as you kind of watch some of his highlights. And then you flip it and you see some of the other highlights where he is just finding this tiny window or, you know, running this amazing route while Ben's running around to find that open space and where he throws it, you're thinking there's no way someone's going to make that catch or get their feet down. And he does both. Uh, The guy's so fun to watch. He's one of the few guys in the league. You you always hear like, oh, I'd go pay and watch him play. Of another person's team, obviously I would go and pay to watch the Rams play anytime I could uh, afford it. But he's the guy that I would go pay just because I wanted to watch him play. The way he plays with passion and energy and a smile on his face and then just doing some of the craziest things you've seen on a football field uh, coming from that size and frame is super fun to watch. I got him at number four on Bears top 10. Moving back to uh, the NFL top list, coming in at number three is Carson Wentz. 
Carson Wentz, number three. Ah, still kind of, still kind of drives me crazy thinking back to draft day. Uh, me and James' first podcast on Rams podcast was debating these picks, and we were big Wentz guys, and we weren't so much big golf guys. Um, we were kind of sold on the small school guy, his personality, uh, winning all those championships in what division two or whatever the heck it was where he was at. Um, but here we are today, and I'm, I'm actually proud to say that I am glad we went with Jared Goff. I love Jared Goff as our quarterback. Carson Wentz is an amazing athlete. He's still fun to watch, the way he can move around the pocket, sling the football. Again, this goes for me into the range of I didn't see him finish the season. I know he had an amazing season. Another guy I thought at putting at number 10 uh, because until he got knocked out, which is in week 14, 15, something late in the season versus the Rams, um, you know, majority of what he had put in as far as the body of work can probably justify him being in a top 10. Uh, maybe it's a little bit of hate on my side, you know, being drafted in the same class. And I just want to knock him off since it was, you know, it's only his third year and he's sitting here at number three. He didn't finish season. He didn't make it back in the playoffs. We don't know how he does as far as production in the playoffs. Uh, a lot of questions for me, and really as far as moving forward on his health coming into this year, again, when I started this, wasn't sure even how this list is created. Is it coming off of last year, going into this year, a combination of both? And that's kind of the way I looked at it as a combination of both. And I'm not sure what he's going to be able to get into. I think he's going to be a, a fine quarterback, don't get me wrong. I uh, just don't know if he's going to be, at this point where they have him, a top two quarterback. I think Aaron Rodgers... Uh, deserves to get a, a nod ahead of him, even though, again, I, I mentioned earlier, he only played seven games. But uh, tough for me to have Carson Wentz um, on this list. If he would have, it would have been at 10. Feel free to give me the hate because it is a little, a little bias in there, right? Um, but I want to see Wentz continue to do it. I think there's just some doubts somewhere in my head, and I may just be wrong, but um, don't have him there. They have him at three. Coming in at number three on Bears list is our boy Todd Gurley. I think that's another reason why I have some of these guys bumped as far high as I do or off the list is I had to move our guys up because hands down, Todd Gurley was the best running back, in my opinion, last year. The way he caught the ball, the way that he ran the ball, the way that he blocked, uh, he was doing everything for that team and he was doing it at such a high level, literally jumping over people, running through people, uh, some of the catch and runs that he had. Um, were just amazing to watch. The way he bounced back from adversity throughout the season when certain things happened and was able to come back and, and perform at a high level. And then just to do it consistently in and out as we're giving him 25 plus carries and then another you know six to eight targets uh, through the air. He just handled the role so well and then performed and produced with the yardage both through the air, on the ground, and then touchdowns. I mean, the guy blew everyone out of the water as far as uh, stats go. By far, if you don't take him number one, fantasy, you're blowing my mind. With the line we have, he's going to do that over and over again for years to come. Uh, so excited to see that. That's number three on my list. Going into number two, they have Antonio Brown. It's tough because Antonio Brown is a freak I had him in at number four. I could see the argument of having him in in the top three, uh, so I'm not really terribly mad about this. We're only talking a few positions, and obviously I got my Rams guys moving them high up on the list because I think just wonders of them. But 
Uh, Antonio Brown, we talked about everything he does. Not shocked to see him in at number two. I expected him, you know, the way that this list was coming together, that he would definitely be in the top four, if not top three. And here we are sitting at top two. The way he does everything, hands down, no complaints here. Can't be too mad. The only thing that I can be mad about is that Aaron Donald was at number seven and not number two, where he landed on my list. Really tough. Sat here, thought about it for a while. Uh, It's just so hard to overthrow the GOAT. We'll get to him in a second, Tom Brady. Uh, But Aaron Donald, again, just a monster. What he does defensively on that side of the ball, no one, I repeat, nobody is doing it in the NFL. He takes on triple teams looking like it's single coverage. This man is a monster. He is coming for you. He's going to rip your head off. And, oh, yeah, we've got this guy named Ndamukong Sue who ranked in at number 61, who's right next to him. So this defense is going to be so fun to watch. And I love little things like this. 6-7, you know, the guys both came out, um, you know, on social media and said, thanks, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. But we know how competitive they are. You know, there's just a little extra chip that's going on their shoulder, motivating them this offseason to do better. Uh, So I love it. A little slap in the face. Even though you're given seven, I know these guys are going to take that personal and move it forward as motivation. So I've got AD as number two. I think he's by far one of the best players in the NFL. He is the best defensive player. That's why I got him at number two. And as I said, I agree. My second agreement here on the top 100 is Tom Brady at number one. It is almost impossible uh, to look a different direction. The guy's over 40 years old. Uh, He was first in yards last year, third in passing touchdowns, uh, top five in passer rating with 102 Uh, Just does it year in, year out. Doesn't matter who's injured. Doesn't matter who's on the roster. He's going to bring them deep into the playoffs, again to the Super Bowl this year, even though they, you know, kind of choked it. He dropped the ball in the pass and all that. But this was Philly's year. Uh, They went out and earned that Super Bowl. But Tom Brady is continually going to get his team there. He's almost, in my opinion, like the LeBron James of the football world right now. Um, You just can't match his consistency or his level of preparation and what he does. Uh, He may not be the biggest wow factor as far as LeBron James, but as far as consistency and what he brings uh, to his team and elevating people around him. I know people say, oh, it's a system with the Bill Belichick, and it might be, but he is running that system better than anybody possibly could, especially going again back to the age of over 40 in the NFL, which is like, you know, you're like 80 in the NFL years, and continually being able to, to stay healthy uh, with his off-season workouts and the way he, you know, approaches his diet and things like that. Go on for days about Brady, but I agree. Number one player in the NFL right now. Uh, he consistently does it. He's been doing it forever, and I got to give him the nod. So that's my list. I'll give a quick rundown uh, going from 10 to 1. I had Luke Kinkley at 10, Julio Jones at 9, Jalen Ramsey at 8, DeAndre Hopkins at 7, Von Miller at 6, Le'Veon Bell at 5, Antonio Brown at 4, Todd Gurley at 3, Aaron Aaron Donald at 2, and Tom Brady at 1. That is Bears' top 10 players of the NFL. All right, guys, I was going to get to some NFL news, but I kind of ran that a little bit longer than I expected. I'll save some of this for the podcast coming up later in the week. Uh, got a couple more coming on I'm pretty excited about. I've got a conversation coming up with James Kroger, my co-host of Rams Podcast. Go check that out. Uh, we're going to be doing kind of our own little crossover with our boys up in Seattle. 
Seattle Seahawkers podcast. Those guys are always awesome. We're going to lay down our new bet coming up for the 2018 season. If you guys have any ideas, we're going to be doing, like I said, a cross bet between Seahawks and Rams. Usually they involve, you know, one-on-one player matchups or maybe a side-of-the-ball matchup, not so much records or who's going to beat each other head-to-head, but more of a uh, deeper over-the-whole-season type of bet. So if you guys got any ideas, shoot them my way at LA underscore Rambling Bear. Love to hear them because we're going to be talking that over our next podcast or two. And then we've got Mike Cahill of Pro Football Focus Los Angeles. Always a great person to have come on. He's going to give us some stats to get excited about, some of those in-depth pro football focus analysis stuff that uh, I just love here on the podcast. So uh, you'll hear me talk a lot about pro football focus throughout the season. Uh, they're good, close friends with the Locked On Podcast Network, so we'll continue to hype them up and talk about all the great things that they produce because uh, their analysis is just second to none. So excited about that. Mike Cahill joining us next week at some point, and then a few more people that I'm kind of lining up right now that I'm really excited about. So again, guys, appreciate it as always. Go check out some of our old podcasts or LockedOnRams.com. You can find all the content there. Subscribe, like, review, tell me what you think. Always love hearing from you guys. But you know what it is. Until next time, Rams Nation. Peace. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.